Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, men, women, children, Z, Zur, him, attack helicopters, furries, child transgenders, anyone, to the Wanker Anchor broadcast. It has, a lot of things have happened since last week. I just want to uh, start off from the top, the gun debate is really, really popping off, especially with Canada. They have banned all of the sales of personal uh, firearms, uh, pistols. Now, they have also given a tribe in Canada 20000 Monopoly money, whatever you want to call the... Uh, K-A-D, doesn't matter. You're not going to buy oil with it. It's not the petrodollar. So it kind of really does not matter. But I personally, I don't think it's enough to simply say, we're going to give you $20,000 to this tribe and we're going to ban firearm sales because of what happened in the United States. That is simply not enough retribution. Okay? What I would like to see. I want to see Justin Trudeau. The man himself to stay true to the Castro family line. I would like to see him go through this indigenous community if you want to call them that and hand out the confiscated personal firearms himself. Okay. He needs to hand out a check or mint a coin from the Canadian Bureau of whatever made up monopoly fake government that they have. And he needs to not only give them a Smith and Wesson as God intended, he will give them that Colt revolver that is also made with Smith's Smith and Wesson, and he will then give them a twenty thousand dollar non-fungible token of equal exchange value do you un do you understand okay he needs to go around in somebody's truck in someone's 18 wheeler he from one of the 18 wheelers that was confiscated at the Ontario protests, he needs to commandeer one of those vehicles, get in that, have an entire trailer loaded full of these uh, minted coins worth 20000 Monopoly money dollars and personally hand out the Smith & Wesson Colt hybrid to these just 
downtrodden, these poor indigenous uh, individuals. I can't think of a better way to protect our our republic, our citizenry, our people, really. The only better way that I can think to protect them, and this is going to be a long shot. This is going to be a long shot. You're going to have to go with me on this one. We need to look at the bright side of these shootings. Now, I know I'm going to lose a bunch of you, but I've always been a positive person. Anybody who's ever known me would only ever describe me as positive, great outlook on life, uh, father, CEO of BlackRock, with fracking industry. I'm a hugely, hugely believer of just being positive and then the rest in life will follow. Having said all of that, I believe personally to look on the bright side of the issue with these recent school shootings in Uvalde, the uh, recent hospital shooting in Kansas, uh, these massacres that are happening across the country, across this great nation, across God's chosen land. Since we flubbed so hard on the Vietnam War, some might say we won it, some might say we lost it, doesn't really matter. The Iraq and Afghanistan War, kind of a wash, we left, all of our shit there cost trillions and trillions of dollars. I want to meet in the middle. I want to meet in the middle. I want to make both parties happy with an outlook on life that will bring everyone in this great nation and nations abroad together. We have to look at the fact that children growing up today are going to be excellently militarily trained. They are going to look out for certain events in their day-to-day life, whether they're at the EBT office, whether they are at Walmart, whether they are entering into fourth grade arithmetic class, whether they are in kindergarten and have paint on their fingers, that paint could be a weapon, okay? They could acid splash attack you, much like the Britons like to do at any moment in time. You have to look at the positive side of these things. We're going to have a future generation of essentially what would be Gurkhas, okay? The next time that someone enters into a school, they're going to think, oh, this has already been done, and I can't go in this entrance 
because that was already done before. And what what if I don't have enough ammunition? Let me stop. Let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. Because in 20, 30 years from now, what is really going to happen is the children are going to smell blood in the water. They're going to be able to smell an incel from a mile. They're going to be Kid Rock. Okay. They're going to be Kid Rock smelling an incel from a mile away. They, they're going to be in arts class or math class and they're going to be, oh, do, 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 do. And they're going to be doodling away. And then all of a sudden, I think I smell an incel. Hell yeah, get the get the fucking guns. And then they are going to act like a South Taiwanese army. They're going to have underground facilities beneath the school, beneath the structure that is being attacked. They're going to have tunnels. They're going to have kite systems, much like you see in prison. Do you understand? Okay, they are going to open up the panels in the roof and live there like mothmen. And whenever uh, Eric Harris or the future Dylan Klebold chooses to go into that facility, they're going to be dropped down on by a bunch of what we would consider Warwick Davis types, a bunch of uh, Wee Man types we would look at them as if they were vertically challenged now i don't choose to believe that these people are vertically challenged okay i believe that they are physically capable that's the way i like to look at these specimens of nature they're going to be bred from the womb to Take on any physical challenge in front of them. If you thought we were a pussy because we lost Vietnam, if you thought we were a pussy because, oh, we just left all of our weapons and uh, munitions and technology in Iraq and Africa, think again. Think again. If you think the Geneva Convention applies to these children, you have another thing coming. As soon as... As old Eric and Dylan even think about going into that facility, they're going to be smelled out. They're going to be sniffed out. Somebody's going to be scrolling Instagram and they're going to be, I recognize those numbers. I've seen the code in the machine and instantly they're going to be in the rafters. Then you're going to see Eric. You're going to see Dylan hypothetically just Open up the gates of the school. And now you're most likely to get shot by somebody who has been going to that place. You're most likely to be killed by somebody that you know. So they're going to know all the plans. But the other children, there's a backup plan to the backup plan to the backup plan. Do you understand? There's already been 50 shootings since I've uploaded this video. Such is the state of the free Americas. There's going to be so many backup plans that 
as soon as those individuals or individual moves in to that facility, they're already up. They're gone. You're going to open the door. They're going to know the drill. They're going to see all of the boards, just all of the doors with uh, paper on the front of them. They're going to know that that's the drill. They're going to beat one of the doors down. They're going to shoot it open with a shotgun. No children in sight. And then once they're in that classroom, they're going to start clearing rooms methodically. The police are going to wait at least an hour. At least if they're specially trained, if they take up 40% of the city's budget, they're, they're going to be trained to wait at least one hour before they officially move in to attack these individuals. Whenever they are on their fifth or their sixth classroom, whenever the, the children really feel tired of uh, playing with their prey, as it were, they're going to drop down from the ceiling. They're going to have kookeries in their hand and slaughter the enemy. There will be children rising up from the supposedly cement tiles that were laid from a mason from an overpaid government worker who continued to do the job for months on end, waiting on permits, waiting on certain EPA regulations, waiting on whatever you can even think of. And they're going to just assault the attackers all at once. And it's going to be a beautiful, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be absolutely beautiful. The previous generation wanted to say that we were raising a bunch of pussies. That the great generation, World War II, all the people who wanted to volunteer, get drafted for Vietnam, all of the real men laden with testosterone, gusto, who had that drive, who had that impact to go out and really get it in life, their lineage died. But what I would like to think is we are training currently right now. See, the United States isn't in a case of turmoil with gun violence or mental health violence. The United States is the training grounds for the future. Now, you might look at TikTok. You might look at YouTube, you might look at the current state of affairs uh, on the internet and think uh, with the uh, gay influencers, with the uh, sort of effeminate men that we're uh, a weak country, but no, 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 I say to you, I say on the contrary, au contraire, mon frere, we are building a super race of the next generation. Hitler could have only dreamed of implementing school shootings as an MK ultra level psyop so that these 
next generation, these next children, our forebearers, our predecessors, some might even say, if we understood what language and words meant. They are going to grow up in a harsh society. You thought it was bad living in Detroit. You thought it was bad just living in some of the surrounding Chicago areas. You thought it was bad living in you know, certain places of California, Skid Row. You thought it was bad living in Harlem, New York in the 1980s when the CIA was importing crack cocaine or just cocaine and turning it into crack and selling it to people. No, 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 no. We are now going to import that onto our children and we are going to create the best, strongest, superhuman, the Ubermensch, as Nietzsche would say. We are going to create the fastest, the strongest, neo-like human beings who, if they cannot dodge bullets, if they have not built up an immunity to supersonic rounds and their ability to judge their trajectory at the drop of a hat, there's no place for these children in the future of America. I'm sorry. The, you don't get to have that. It, that time is gone for you, okay? You, you simply you don't deserve to exist past that point. You Bye-bye. Bye. If you can't dodge bullets, if you cannot just tell where a school shooter is going to be, or if you can't manufacture one yourself because you're too much of a pussy to bully uh, a kid into being a school shooter, you, you don't deserve to live. I'm sorry. That just, it just simply is uh, just what it is. Okay. And with the recent coming outs of uh, all these Marvel movies and superhero movies, uh, the boys just came out. I actually believe, now I'm starting to believe this, that the shooter in Colorado, whenever he shot up the Batman movie, The Dark Knight Returns, I believe that was a warning for what was to come. And again, I'm positive. I think it was a positive warning. If only we knew right now in 2022 what we knew then whenever he shot up that theater and killed a bunch of people going to see a superhero movie i i honestly believe we would have exonerated him we would have given him a medal of honor and said thank you so much for your bravery thank you for your heroism heroism thank you for showing us uh, a guiding light that will be the next decade of a bunch of shitty drivel movies shat out by Hollywood capitalizing on nerds finally coming to the forefront 
to the big screen for just really all of the garbage and infestation that is uh, about to happen within movies, within culture, specifically nerd culture. Thank you so much for donning a mask, for getting a weapon of mass destruction and going in to that theater and braving the elements in Aurora and really laying down the law for what is to come within the next couple of years. Because quite frankly, as a time traveler, I'm sick and fucking tired of new Marvel movies coming out. I'm sick and tired of hearing about Spider-Man. Sick and fucking tired of Batman. Sick and fucking tired of these mid-80s reboot schlock bullshit movies. Why can't we have anything new? Why is there nothing new? I mean, I almost want to take him out of whatever facility he's in, fly him down to the Poconos, and show him a lovely time. Just a a wonderful, just a magnificent, beautiful time. Because if only, if only we knew now what he was trying to warn us about I think it would be okay. It would be okay. Every other year, we're getting the same characters, the same continuation of the same stories. That's really what we uh, have devolved into with our arts, with our media, with with really anything. Uh, it's just the continuation of the same. There's nothing new under the sun unless you take up refuge in a movie theater with uh you know i don't was he using an ar-15 i don't know was he ahead of the time when it comes to mass shootings i don't know let me know but i really would just tell this guy that he is so far ahead of his time i would let him direct the next superhero movie. I would let him have his choice throughout Hollywood, not through uh, gun violence. I, again, this is a comedy podcast, haha. But I would let him choose which director gets to then direct the next script. <laughs> what What's wrong with that? Uh, I I see nothing wrong with it. I see as much wrong with what the Aurora shooter did in Colorado as much as I see Nancy Pelosi's husband. Isn't it curious? It doesn't pique the interests of anyone's mind how she has the future sight 
to see what Stocks will do while she is Speaker of the House and she knows which bills may or may not pass with, you know, some good regularity. And she knows which stocks to invest in. Is that is that not curious to anybody? But yet, yet, when it comes to her husband coming back from Napa Valley, which, by the way, in case of all of you poor motherfuckers out there do not know, Napa Valley is where the rich or the well-off, the wealthy, the well-to-do people in California go to have some wine. They just want to taste some wine. It's just like me uh, tasting this very cheap beer that this can cost less than a dollar. Well, this is ginger ale. This is ginger ale. This is a movie prop. But do you understand? She didn't have the future sight to see that her husband was going to get arrested for a DUI. Yet she makes record profits on stocks. Well, that's that's curious. That's a little peculiar to me. It's almost as if people who play professional sports cannot bet on games because then they can go out and rig those games in whatever favor that they may want such that they could get a profit off of those games. And by the way, I'm sick and fucking tired of people blaming capitalism on Americans not having health care, not having education by corporations raping the average worker. I'm sick and tired of people blaming capitalism. Okay. It, it's a little fucking old by now. All right. If you look at how the countries of the Americas are made up and the European countries, you will see a stark contrast whenever you include the term lobbying. Or, as I like to call it, as any person with two cells in their fucking brain would like to call it, bribery. It is bribery, okay? You want to go and tell this politician that... They need to pass a certain law and then they will get uh, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 dollars and all of a sudden it's capitalism's fault. No, 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 no. We're not playing that game. Okay. It has nothing to do with capitalism. Okay. Our politicians have failed us on the left and on the right. You people want to swing from Democrat to Republican to Democrat to Republican like you're a a fucking child in the playground going across the monkey bar swings, okay? The politicians are the ones making the money. It is not capitalism that has failed us, okay? It is 
you people believing that these oligarchs have any of your interest in mind when you go to the voting booth. It is your fault for the systems that we have in place. Now, I'm not saying go uh, storm the Capitol, okay? I'm not saying go riot when there is a pandemic going on, and that's the only pandemic that's not spreading viruses. I'm not saying loot or burn down certain businesses. All I am merely saying is if you want to actually attack the system and help workers, start talking about unions. Start talking about how the middle class can actually affect people. It's not the people in power that you want to be in power, okay? It's like you fucking retarded communist uh, dumbasses who are championing AOC. Oh, AOC, we're going to tax the rich. Where's that money going? It's going back into the government, the same government that you think is ineffectual. You're going to tax those people and you're going to give that money back to the same people that you believe aren't doing anything. And how funny is it? How funny is it that AOC, okay, the leader, the liberator, the next Bernie Sanders, the champion of people's rights, the absolute admonishment of capitalism and free market and the antithesis to Donald Trump and free market trade wore a dress to the Met Gala that said, tax the rich. Oh yeah, baby. Tax the rich. Woo, girl. You got it. Well, upon further inspection, if anybody did any cursory research on this, you could look up the person who made that dress. Guess what? Guess what? I have some uh, alarming news. Hold on. Are you ready for it? Are you are you are you prepared? Are you sitting down? Are you sitting down for me to tell you about what that dressmaker would do? You're not going to like it. As much as you love uh AOC, you're not going to like this piece of information, this little tidbit. She owes $100,000 or more in taxes in multiple states. Whoa. Whoa. How about that? How crazy is that? That the person who designed and made AOC's dress that said tax the rich owes more than $100,000 in back taxes in multiple states. You people just fall so easily. You are prey to these psychopaths. And I would know I'm one. I'm a psychopath. I don't give a fuck about people. Okay. But you should at least be able to see 
through the thin veneer of what your elected officials say and what they do. Okay? It's not that hard. It is really a small concept to just be like, oh, this person said this and that and that. Oh, and they're wearing that. and They believe everything I believe. At least they say it like every other politician ever. Like, we're so divided in this country that if I just said build the wall, half of you would just be like, yeah, yeah, fucking build the wall. Hell yeah. And if I then said we need health care for people, we're the only first world country without health care. 50 of you would be like, yeah, yeah, we need health care. Yeah. You're so blatantly divided on these easy, easy issues that you get taken for a ride by people who could not, and I cannot stress this enough, could not give less of a fuck about any of you or any of your issues. Truly. I mean, it is that simple. It is that succinct. You just hear something you want to hear. You believe that the other side has no basis in reality for even wanting to contest that idea. And if they do, it just would logically fall apart within two seconds because they don't understand. They just don't understand where we're coming from and why this is better. There's no, no talk in the middle ground of the, it's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. And this is all this country. This is all the United States has ever been. It's all or nothing. That's why we have our own country from 1776. It's all or nothing. And they were fighting over a, like a 6% tax uh, on tea a 6% tax. Meanwhile, inflation is at 8%, 9% historic highs. I I'm almost at a loss for words. The if you look at income distribution from the great depression to now, it is worse if you want to buy a home and start a family than it was in the 1920s, the 1930s. It is far worse. And don't even get me started on the French Revolution. If you want to look at income disparity, we're already surpassed those levels. But no, all of your problems are some uh, fictional boogeyman. And speaking of fictional boogeymen, everybody blamed Trump. Okay, and I'm not even pro. I fuck these politics. Fuck all of them. If you want to be a politician, you're a legitimate psychopath and a grifter. At least I'm an honest grifter, just putting my shit out on the internet. Okay, they the Democratic Party 
wanted to talk about how Trump was in collusion with Russia. Well, how funny is it? I mean, just how funny is it? Ha ha, hoo hoo, hee hee, that Biden's laptop was confiscated. It was confiscated. And then we find out he was actually working with one of the top Ukrainian oil companies that that country had. And then a couple days before I made this, we give Ukraine millions, millions in aid. Now, I wonder, I simply wonder if, and this is a big if, the oil that's going to go to propel the rockets there, the tanks, all of this aid that we're giving, where would it be coming from? Could it potentially be within companies that the Democrats wanted to say that Trump was doing? Now, I don't know. And then on the flip side of that argument, you have the Republicans calling Democrats pedophiles. And yet we have Madison Cawthorn outside of North Carolina. And we also have the North Dakota governor who resigned texting pedophiles in jail. And they had a previous relationship. Well, it almost to me, I'm just brainstorming here. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. It almost to me just sounds like uh, if you're doing something and you're guilty of it, just blame the other side of doing it. Just bl- blame them. Okay. I, I remember when politicians, when it was risque for them to be tapping their foot on the men's restroom to have sex in an airport with willing adult participants. And now we are, and again, me included, because now I'm throwing my fucking hat in the arena. Now we are in such a state where we're uncovering at a wider level the finders group. We are uncovering uh, Jimmy Savile. We are uncovering and Pizzagate and all those other horseshit conspiracies if you believe them. I tend not to try to believe in things unless I'm presented evidence. Speaking of the evidence, though, someone in Connecticut is getting paid $150,000 to investigate 4chan for misinformation. That is right. If you've ever been on 4chan, you just know people go there to talk shit. Some of them believe some of them believe what they say. Some of them do not. That is the whole purpose of the board. That is exactly why it's purposely been made 
to stay up. That way they can track people, see what they say, and build a profile on these individuals. See where the IPs are coming in. See what the IPs are saying. But someone is now getting paid your tax dollars if you live in Connecticut, if I'm not mistaken, is getting paid $150,000 to go on that website and simply sift through data and do what, quite frankly, a lot of people do for free. That is where your tax dollars are going. Almost one-sixth of a million dollars is going to that. Where are the people outcrying uh, about ending hunger? Where are the people uh, crying about uh, ending income inequality? Where are the people crying about uh, stopping homelessness? Where are the people crying about stopping crime where are the people just uh out crying i don't know uh orphans what $150,000 to one individual to go on a website and do what a large portion i wouldn't say large but it's one of the most visited trafficked websites on the internet they're going to go there and get paid a sixth of a million dollars for free well there's your tax dollars at work ladies and gentlemen if you needed another reason to not trust your government no need to look up project phoenix by the way in vietnam no need to look up the My Lai Massacre. No need to look up Ruby Ridge. No need to look up MK Ultra. No need to look up anything that does not pertain to you or your immediate needs or wants. That is simply outside of the scope of most people. That is ridiculous of you to even assume that anyone wants to hear that a bunch of people in Vietnam were massacred. Now, a lot of people know about the My Lai Massacre, but Operation Phoenix, how many people know about that? How many people know that the CIA was operating and, you know, just... We're going to invade uh, some villages and torture everybody and get the information that we want. And just, yeah, we're, we're just doing our job. God, guys, guys, we're just doing our job, okay? It's not like we're on the Nuremberg trials here, okay? We're just doing our jobs, right? We're not sending rockets to the moon. We're not filling NASA up with Nazis. We're not doing really anything that bad okay we're not building secret underground prison torture facilities in the middle east we're not offloading black site torture facilities uh around cuba and the south 
southeast of America and calling it Guantanamo Bay so it's outside of the jurisdiction of the United States so we can do whatever we want. We're not doing that. Guys, come on. We're just, it's not even a war. So, I mean, really, can you even say the Geneva Convention even applies? I mean, God, you just, you have to meet us in the middle. This, look, look, this is for national security. Okay. This is for national security. You don't understand. You simply do not understand what it means to be a part of national security. I'm sorry. You don't have the balls. You don't have the cojones to quite simply undertake what it would be and what it would take so that you can secure a movie theater so that we can massacre somebody and show the world exactly what's coming in the year 2022 and a warning from the Batman movie in Aurora, Colorado, one man on a mission. This has been the Waker Anchors podcast, ladies and gentlemen, signing out. Thank you, as always.